Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Well, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian. I don't really have a nickname for you this week. Wiley, how are you doing, sir? We can go with Button Pusher because that's what I'm going to have to do this show. A button pusher? Maybe push push a little more buttons than I normally push this uh, this week. Hold on, hold on. Do you mean buttons as in the controls for the yeah, show? No, I'm not being figurative. I'm being literal because <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of technical issues. Like because you're 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 normally a button pusher anyway, right? Right. But yeah. now you're saying that you're going to do it for uh, for literally pushing buttons. I I have extra buttons to push this show. Buttons and levers and switches and knobs yeah. and. Yeah. So if I have to pull away from the mic, it makes me realize how much we really need to configure this studio differently because I have to pull away from the mic and turn around in order to push these buttons. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. Like, it's it in should, your house, so figure it out. Well, yeah, I know. I'm wondering why you haven't set it up yet. You know? Why I haven't set it up yet. Yeah, right. It's in your house. You have to be the one that sets it up. You know, you somehow make this sound like it's my responsibility. It is now. You took you took the responsibility. Oh, Hold on. by default. No, 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 no. Totally no. by default. No, no, that's totally not true. That's default. not even remotely true. We couldn't even do the show in the other place. No, 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 hold on. We couldn't do the show in the other place. But you're the one on the control in the control booth over here, though. Right. By choice. Right. Because you asked to do it. You didn't want me to do it anymore. Oh, because you're tremendously bad at it. Hold on. I'm actually really good at it, no, obviously. No, Hold on. I've seen you push buttons, my friend, and you, sir, are no button pusher. <laughs> you know what, man? That's just bullshit right there. That is bullshit. Utter bullshit. So, well, however, hello, hello. We got to work in though. We got to work. We got to, we got to work. So hello, everybody. First off, let me just say, let me just start the show off by Sean Rowe. Thank you very much. He is the newest Patreon subscriber at the curbside switcheroo level. Nice. Um, So thank you very much. If you would like to be next week's um, name that we announce in the beginning of the week, go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage and sign up there. All of them are either two, five or $10 a month. And you can sign up for any of the ones that you want to. And uh, I hope that you do. Actually, I don't. I, I forbid you people from signing up. <laughs> do not do it. I won't allow it. You you cannot sign up for <laughs> Patreon.com. Go on. Try it. I dare you. I dare you. See if you can. I double See what dog happens. dare you. See what happens if you do that. Yeah, I double dog dare you. All right. So how was your week, Adrian? Did you have a good week, buddy? Or a bad week? Uh, no, it was actually a pretty good week. Um, I'm I'm starting to uh, a small portion of my faith in humanity is beginning to return. Nice. Uh, you sound more positive. I I feel a little more positive. Um, I I feel like uh, um, I'm seeing a whole lot of civil disobedience out there, uh, both in my personal interactions and. Um, in the news and things like that. So that that is very encouraging to me because, as I said from the get-go, is, is one of the biggest problems that we have um, at this time is the cowardice and the uh, stupidity of the American people. But 
I think the people are starting to catch on a little bit, and I think they're starting to grow little balls back. And uh, I think we're we're at least trending in the right direction. And I see that not only um, you know, like I said, out on the streets with the traffic and um, across the country with the news, but I see it in my own, literally in my own backyard. What do you mean by literally in your own backyard? Well, we have a pool, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of our friends uh, either don't have a pool, they have a house with no pool, or they live in an apartment complex. And since the apartment complexes or or condos had to close their their pools, people are starting to come over to use our pool. (laughs) Oh, no shit. Yeah. In fact, uh, right after the show, we've got some friends over to come hang out and have drinks and cocktails in the pool. Um, and same tomorrow, we've got people scheduled tomorrow to come. And again, we're not we're not scheduling these. People are just calling up and saying, "Hey, uh, why don't we come by and hang out by your pool?" <laughs> so it's just just the invite. It's, it's now. Yeah. You, how much of it is it that they want to use your pool, and how much is it that they want to see other humans? It's. I think it's a, a mix. You, you know, because well, it's getting the time of year, and here in Florida, it's the weather has been gorgeous lately. You know, oh, yeah. so this week's been a good week of weather. It's pool weather. The pool is seventy eight degrees. It's like you know, it's perfect. It's, it was kind of chilly last night too. It's, it's time to well, it's nice because you wake up in the morning and it's still got that little bit of crispness in the air. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just been perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's I think it's a little both. People are, are you know getting stir crazy. They want to interact with other people. Um, and you know, it's, uh, I guess our house is one of the good places to do it because they, they would normally go to like their community pools, but those are all closed right now. At least yeah. till Monday, I guess they're opening back up on Monday or something. Uh, our community pools opening back up on Monday. I, I think like ones in condo complexes and apartment complexes, things like that, mm-hmm. privately owned ones that were forced to shut down, which can open back up, which I don't even know. Another thing that the government doesn't have the authority to do that they just did anyway, but. Oh, they don't have the authority to do most of the stuff. <laughs> that they, I mean, yeah. I know. And that's what pisses me off. Uh, is that the people were just going along with it. But, you know, now I see that people are just starting to openly defy it. And and I'm not the only one. I mean, the data is starting to back this up. Uh, Apple, you know, for people who have like the Apple iPhone location tracking and Fitbit watches and stuff like that. Well, Apple, of course, because they're a, you know, giant data sucking machine that wants to know everything about you. um, They have been tracking people's movements. And what they found is like uh, right after the uh, the uh, safer at home, whatever the fuck euphemism you want to use for the uh, the uh, uh, everyone being on house arrest went into place activity in the U.S., according to the Apple data, which is probably a pretty good cross section of America. It's probably it might be skewed slightly because I think anyone who would like put on an Apple watch or a Fitbit or something like that is probably more likely to be cool with being tracked. So I think more privacy oriented people probably a wouldn't get a Fitbit watch and B would probably be more likely to go out and defy the order anyway. But let's assume the data is accurate. So what they found is that immediately after the quarantine went into effect, um, Americans activities decreased by 70%. So no one was going anywhere, essentially. Um, What has happened, though, is from that time, it kind of stayed flat for a couple of weeks and then started to trend upward. And now that upward trend is increasing to where we're like only like 20% below normal activity levels for people moving out and about, you know, leaving their houses essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a really good sign. And even though most of the country is still really under lockdown, I mean, even here in Florida, technically we're still under lockdown until Monday. Nothing is really reopened except, you know, a little bit of the beaches. And that was just a couple of days ago or that was just yesterday, right? I think it was just yesterday that opened. Yeah, I mean, it's here's the thing. 
But the point is, is for the last two months of last week, everything was trending way upward. People mm-hmm. were basically saying, screw this, I'm going out. Yeah. You know, which is a good thing. And that restores a little bit of my faith in, in humanity. Yeah, you, you seem a little more positive this week. I do. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. We are still headed for the Great Depression. That's going to be coming in the next few months. There's absolutely no way around it. The store shelves are going to be empty. Everybody's going to be broke. Everyone's going to be unemployed. But at least we've gotten to a point where the government can't push us any further and make it any worse. Yeah. I think we're at that turning point now where the people are done. The people are done with this. And we're seeing that all across the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, when you have a protest going on in California, mind you. Oh, God. Like, yeah. you know, that's a... Well, and the thing is this, what you're seeing is... I think what you're seeing is... Well, hang on. Let's let's uh, tell people about the protest, and then you can analyze okay. it. Uh, folks, this was in L.A. There were people protesting at the beach. They wanted to go to the beach. Yeah. And there were hundreds maybe it might have no been, thousands there might have been thousands three, yeah. nearly three thousand people protested in huntington beach on friday nice nice um and you know what else is amazing is you know what i saw in the crowd no social distancing gadston flags <laughs> do they even sell those in california i, I actually thought that would be illegal I, in california. you would think so but uh somebody managed to smuggle some in because i couldn't believe i saw gadston flags in a protest in la yeah. Now that goes to show you when when you push people don't take your beach away from when California, you push Californians that far <laughs> that they're going to go out a and protest like that and b with Gadsden flags. Um, yeah, yeah, you've you've really screwed the pooch, I think. At yeah. that point. Well, and even if you see some of the comments coming from Newsom, though, Newsom is starting to buckle a little bit on this one. Yeah. Well, he's he sees that's the thing. I, this whole thing feels like it was. Maybe not a planned exercise, but it it evolved at least into an exercise of how far can the government push the people before they'll push back. Yeah. And that's really what I think what we've seen. And and now we we pretty much know. And it's 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 30 days. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I tell you what, it's way, way, way farther than I am comfortable with. Well, yeah, still. No, that's true. That's true. But it's nice to see. So in in California, protests at the beach in Michigan taking guns to the state capitol so in, right so in michigan what they did was is that they 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 swarmed the state capitol in order to um argue that you know they should end the lot that the that the tyrant of michigan should end the lockdown there right and the thing about it is is that michigan is an open carry state so exactly people open carried weapons into the state capitol into the you know into in the House of Representatives or the you know whatever that's called in Michigan, they went there to to protest. Now here's the thing: nobody was arrested, nobody right. pointed nobody a gun broke at anybody. the law. Yeah, nobody broke the law. Right. They they were all temperature checked on the way in. Like the thing about it is, is that people, especially the gun grabbers, will use the fact that you have a gun as the dangerous symbol of, of, of like, oh, they're going to they, they're gonna possibly kill somebody because they have a gun there. Well, hang on a second. No, that is clearly the implied threat. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, absolutely. I, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I mean hold on. don't no, get no, me no. wrong. I fully support it, but... Hold on. No, no, no. The implied threat is that if you do, if you participate in any capitalism at all that they don't deem to be proper that they will shoot you no 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 no. don't get me wrong i am totally on the the michigan protester side well, yeah but what i'm saying is when you 
walk in to the um, state capitol uh-huh. brandishing a firearm, you know, or at least openly carrying a firearm. I shouldn't yeah. say brandishing because that's a little you know connotation of pointing it at someone. But but openly carrying a firearm on display, uh, dressed in tactical gear. The implication is we're here, you know, to to let you know that we're you know you push us too far there's going to be consequences so it it absolutely was an implied threat so the fact that the michigan lawmakers took it as a threat that's exactly what should have happened yeah and the, the michigan legislature did not renew the order that the governor uh whatever her name is i i, I forget her name right now but whatever her name is she is the one that is going to keep it going and again this is what you're seeing though what you're seeing is these people, these some of these elected officials, these authoritarian psychopaths, they will almost act like 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 they're your mother and father. That if you right. do something that they don't like, that they'll extend it and punish you even more. That is absolutely true, and it's and it's all these governors Whitmer, and, and Whitmer, the, by the way, yeah, yeah, and and the president as well. They're they're all like that. It's all like, well, I'm in this position, so I have unlimited power. Nobody really adheres to the restrictions on their power anymore. They just assume that they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And you know? she's and again, she's wrapping herself on the, well, I'm doing this for safety and this and that. You know what? I see the fucking smile in this fucking bitch's fucking face whenever she does this. Like right. I see the little the little fucking the little authoritarian psychopath. I mean, she loves what she's doing right now. Right. Like absolutely loves what she's doing right now, which really is like Again, let's just say for the sake of argument that the that 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 the social distancing, like the stay-at-home orders and closing down the business, was actually being effective in saving lives. Right? Let's just say that. Right. Which it's not. There's no proof of that. That's even that's even the thing. Well, I'm sure it has been to some degree. I mean, that's just rational. Em- empirical at empirical data is non-existent on this, though. Well, for all you know, Swedes have a lower, you know, a higher tolerance to the virus. Could very as well. Do Asians, could very well be. You know, who knows. But the thing about it is this, though, is that, like, you can't do this anyway. Right. Like, even if it's the right move, yes. you can't do this. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what the scientists say. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. You don't have the authority to yeah. do it, period. What you do have the what you do have the authority to do is to warn people, is to, to, is, to, is to say, here's what you should do. Here's what you should do here. And here's what you should do here. Which is why I wanted to ask the question. When you when you looked at the Google data, did you happen to take a look at the time frame and the date of when orders went into place, vice when the state when people when the movement started ceasing? Because I actually think that people stopped moving around as much before any of the stay at home orders no, actually came it, into effect. It was like in the last week of March, like in late March, there was just a radical like a, a, a cliff. So the activity went straight down. The article's in there if you want to pull up. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a graph in the article. I'm just, but I, I'm trying to think of when the actual order started coming down. It was like March 20-something. When the order started coming yeah, down? Yeah, that's when they started. It might have been a little earlier in New York City. Um, so there was, but there was one point where it was in, in late, mid to late March where it was just a, you know, the, the activity went off the cliff. I got you. So it's like a, a straight down on the graph. All right. So let's get into some of the other things going on. Well, hang on a second. Okay, I do want to address the, the Michigan thing a little bit. And this goes to and I want to say that while I respect everyone who's out there protesting and, and you know fighting for their rights in the way they see fit, this goes back to what I was saying several weeks ago with, you know, don't 
go out and protest the government and waste your time doing that because that's just going to, um, you know, tell them that they have power over you. What you need to do is just to go ahead and defy the orders. Just go outside, go to business, open your business. You know, that's the right way to do it because what that does, see, when you go, when, you know, a few hundred or a few thousand people show up at the Capitol and protest, the governor then or those in power can then say, see, those people are the problems and I'm going to show you people that I'm going to do even more. That's when they have control when they have no control is when everybody just ignores them because what's she going to do say okay uh all you people of michigan who are out there going and and doing everything like you were normally doing you have to stop and if you just say no we're not going to stop we're just going to keep doing it and if every business said no we're just going to stay open they can't do anything that's the difference so that's why my position has always been just defy them. Just say, mm, no, I, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. And it takes away all their power instantly. Yeah. But if you take a group of people and then go protest, now you turn yourselves into the antagonist. Now those in power have a target to pit basically the rest of the people against you. And that is the mistake. So so and so one there's a couple that are doing it the way that you're talking about doing it. One mm-hmm. is the Dallas salon owner who ripped right. up the cease and desist letter says that she'll stay open despite the risk of arrest. And she has been uh, threatened with arrest multiple times. Uh, she had an order from a judge <laughs> demanding that she close and she sh- stood outside and ripped up the order. I, I mean, God bless this woman. She's awesome. You know, yeah. And I have to give a little uh, kudos to my wife, too. And I don't even care that I'm opening saying this because if I didn't, I would be a hypocrite. Um, even though they closed the shops, my wife has been out making house calls. Yeah. You know, she's almost as busy as she was in the past. I mean, some people are just like, no, I don't want, you know, I'll just skip it. I'll wait, you know. But uh, she's out there just doing her thing. And, and that's what people need to do is, you know, and guess what? Nobody that she knows has been infected with COVID-19. Nobody that she knows has died from COVID-19. So all those people who are like, oh, well, she's out there spreading the disease. Well, that hadn't materialized. Yeah. So, well, I got to tell you this month or the month of April, I worked more hours this month than I've probably worked in a long time. Yeah. Like I was, I was working, I was working a lot of hours, made a lot of money. Yeah. Worked a lot of hours. And again, I think you're I think the in the aspect that you're talking about is that you're right, is that if you defy the orders, then what it does is that it takes that threat that the government does of arrest and it makes them have to either not arrest you or you get to take it to court. And then if you get to take it to court, then other things can happen. And so what happened here in Florida was we talked about the case of um, Galen Wood who was arrested for opening a non-essential business, basically. Right. Well, Anthony Sabatini, who's a state house rep, and I actually didn't even remember that he was a lawyer, but Anthony Sabatini took up his case pro bono. Right. And as soon as he took up their case, the the, the, the state attorney's office for the Sixth Judicial Circuit dropped the case against yeah. Galen Wood. Well, here's the thing. I, I have a strong suspicion that uh, Bernie McCabe, the... Uh, uh, the basically the prosecutor, the state's attorney for uh, Pinellas Pasco. Um, I I have a strong suspicion he was planning to do that anyway. I I don't think this case was ever 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 going to court, and I think that the arrest was made probably with the knowledge that that was gonna that was never gonna happen because they they can't 
honestly, they have no ground to stand on for this. But you, no, no, but that's the point, though. They right. had to drop the. They didn't drop the case because of some. They didn't drop the case because of some benevolent freaking feature in their lives. Oh no, no, no. They dropped the case because they know they were going to lose, and if oh, you yeah. lose, then you set that precedent, and then by setting that precedent, they can't do it anymore. Well, you may or may not set a precedent in criminal court. It, it, it's it's difficult to do. I mean, I tried to do that back in the day. Um, and it might have set, if I could have won it the right way, it might have set a precedent. But usually the criminal cases uh, just, you know, it, it, the adjudication rarely sets a precedent. It, it takes a lot of them. Well, you know? and also in the same news is that now they now Sabatini was on the defense for the guy, right? Right. <laughs> now they're going on the offense because now they're going to move towards with a civil lawsuit to challenge the illegal basis for the state and local emergency orders and other abusive actions taken by the government. Now is so, Sabatini going to do the civil suit? Too? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, good, oh, yeah. Good. oh no. Okay. Sabatini's going forward with it. Okay. Like, Cause you know. I knew Sabatini handled the criminal defense, but I didn't know if he was going to handle the, the civil case. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, good. I mean, look, here's the thing. I may not agree on everything with Sabatini. Like there's some, there's a couple areas in which, you know, there's probably some ideological disagreement. Oh, I'm sure. But I got to tell you, Sabatini is awesome up there. Like he really is. He sponsored. He co-sponsored every good piece of legislation. Voted the. the he votes. I wish we had more Sabatinis up there. Right. Because he really is a guy that, in many ways, gets it. It's always weird with some people when you, when you look at some of the issues that you disagree on, but you agree on. You're almost like, well, how do you believe there and then not transfer that to there? Right. Yeah. Because if you're being logically consistent, it it seems like you would have to have a, just this a certain set of views if you have one of those views. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing: Sabatini's great though, and he'll do stuff like well, this. Well, I got like, he has no fear. He gives no fucks. I got to give him credit for that. I mean, that was uh, just a great move. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, hats off to Sabatini, hats off to Galen Wood, you know, hats off to, to everyone who's out there, you know, fighting for uh, for our, our liberty in their own way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and hats off to everybody that is ignoring the orders and just participating in capitalism. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, God bless you. Now, there's some people that, oh, let's let's get into the let's get into New, let's go to New Mexico next. Oh, God. So this one gets a little bit worse. So all the roads into Gallup, New Mexico are closed over uninhibited coronavirus spread. So the New Mexico governor, Michelle uh, Grisham, invoked the state's riot control act on Friday to essentially lock down the city of Gallup after its mayor requested that she do so on Thursday. Under the act, all roads leading into Gallup are now closed off to mitigate the uninhibited spread of the coronavirus in that city. Okay, hang on a second. You have to understand what it means that all roads into this town are closed off. Police set up roadblocks at all roads leading to and from this town. So you can't go in or out of this town. I mean, that is like, that is so un-American. I can't imagine it. All because there's a few cases of COVID there, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, God, it's infuriating. You know, and and <laughs> again, if you've read my book, uh, there's a chapter that covers literally exactly the same thing happened in my book um, in the, uh, you know, the, the story uh, the Cassandra trigger, by the way, available on Amazon. Right. Uh, and it's just so infuriating because, you know, <laughs> and the riot control, there was no riot there, but that was the only justification they had. So they, they stretched the law. And here's the thing. They know for a fact that if someone tried to run this blockade 
actually, you know, I would recommend just peaceably going up there and driving around it uh, and saying, no, you don't have the authority. They're going to get arrested. They're going to go to jail um, and they're going to press charges and they're going to get an attorney and the, the charges are going to be dropped. And then they're going to turn around and file a civil suit, just like happened with Galen Wood in Florida, because they have no legal authority to do any of this. Yeah. The 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 governor of New Mexico has zero legal authority to do this unless there is like a riot and there were no riots. There were some sick people. Yeah. You know, and again, it's it's coronavirus. It's not that bad. <laughs> you know? yeah. By the way, I was going over the CDC numbers and, uh, you know, even though the the covid-19 uh, cases keep rising and the death toll from COVID-19 uh, keeps rising. Yeah. One anomaly I noticed is that um, the number of cases of unclassified uh, pneumonia and bronchial disorder, uh, it's the lowest number of deaths from that in decades. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Right. I wonder if they're just classifying everything as coronavirus in order to... You know, because because the government set up all these different ways in which it's to your financial benefit of a hospital in order to make everything coronavirus and then stop all elective surgery so you can't make money any other way else. Right. It's almost like they did it by design. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think there is a lot of that. I think that this is, and again, I don't necessarily think it's a conspiracy, but I think that the way the government has set up some of the guidelines, like the CDC guidelines for uh, the coroner's reports um, and medical examiners for how they classify COVID deaths, which is basically anything that, you know, <laughs> anybody that dies pretty much you classify it as a COVID mm -hmm. death. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is that I think they're just in CYA mode because I think they realize, oh, shit, we literally trampled everyone's rights and completely decimated the economy. Um, we better have some justification for this. Oh, yeah. So now in retrospect, and again, don't get me wrong. I do not believe COVID is a hoax. I don't. I believe the virus is real. I it believe exists. people are affecting, infected with it. And I think that extremely elderly and immunocompromised people, some of them are dying from it. Yeah. Okay. So let's put that aside. But the fact is, is that the numbers of uh, deaths from COVID-19, there's no doubt at this point that they are inflated. How inflated, I don't know. Whether they're inflated by 20% or 200%, it's hard to say. But they are definitely, definitely being intentionally inflated. There's there's no doubt about that. I, I mean, you can't... It, it would be such a statistical anomaly for basically flu deaths and pneumonia deaths and all other respiratory deaths to just drop to their lowest level in decades while COVID is spiking. Mm -hmm. it, it just... It, it's illogical for that to happen. Yeah. So it's just basically they're classifying everything as COVID and probably only, I'm guessing maybe a, a, a third to half of the things that they're classifying as COVID actually are COVID. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's go to New York because I don't want to go to New York. Well, no, no, no. I don't want to go to New York. Either. I love New York, but I don't know if like I ever want to go back there th because th yeah, I'm afraid I'd have to escape from New York. Yeah. That's the thing <laughs> there. Like I will never go to New York city again. I will never go to uh, California again. And like, there's some places around this world. I'm never going to go again. Like I'm not going to visit those places. I'm not going to, I don't want anything to do with those places because 
you have authoritarian psychopaths that well, rule that. Hang on. I, I, I understand California. I, I almost don't want to go to Tampa at this point. I have. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, buddy. Um, I, I don't think I'd ever want to go to at least L.A. again. I have no desire to ever go to L.A. again. Uh, but I don't know. Now that with the protests, maybe. Maybe I'll give them another shot. Maybe. I don't know. And New York. I have. I love New York. And I have no problem going to New York and because I'm not a Jew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Bill de Blasio has a message for you if you're Jewish. My message to the Jew, this is from this Bill is de Blasio. Quote, this is a quote. Way. Yeah, and not from Adolf Hitler, from Bill de Blasio. Um, my message to the Jewish community and all communities is simple. The time for warnings has passed. I've instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. This is about stopping the disease and saving lives, period. Now, here's the one part, though. This is about your control over other humans, you fucking asshole fuck. Like this is this is has nothing to do with the disease. It has to do with the fact that a bunch of Hasidic Jews wanted to have a funeral and decided to do again. You're talking about people that got together mourning the death of another human. You inconsiderate piece of shit. Well, not only that, I mean, the Jews are basically ignoring his order, the Hasidic Jews, at least. Well, yeah, because they they don't give a shit at all. Right. It's like, hey, just screw you. We, We answer to God's law, not yours. You know, which yeah, which I love them for it. Well, know. and here's the thing. And again, I want to get back to this point is that you can you're not allowed to do this for a reason. Like the government shouldn't be doing this for a reason. And one of the reasons is, is that people are going to ignore it. And then you are going to. I mean, I, mean, I guess this is a good thing in the fact that people are going to realize that they shouldn't be listening to you at all anyway. But you you lose all the moral high ground that you ever had for any of this stuff. What? Well, no, that's not even the right way to put it either. What? Like, here's the thing. When did you, they, well, I want to know when they had moral well, high like, ground. They never really had right. moral high ground. But the thing is this is that you you are, by making everybody a criminal, then everybody's a criminal then at that point. Like, but, right. But they're not criminal. Like, they almost are arresting mothers who are letting their kids go play with other kids. Oh, no. They've done that. Yeah. No, they, they've done that. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but yeah, they are intimidating people. Yeah. And that's, and that's really, what they're doing it on purpose. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, absolutely. They're trying to make well, examples yeah. of people. That's, that's what cops do, man. They intimidate people. Well, and here's the thing you're going to see, you're, you're already seeing the backlash right now. Oh yeah. But the backlash that you're seeing right now is only the tip of the iceberg compared to the backlash that you're going to see if this continues. <laughs> right. Like, not, so you not need to, to open everything up. Hang on. Not to mention, not to mention when, um, this all uh, pans out and the economy collapses and everybody is homeless and hungry and unemployed and pissed off. And they're going to look back and realize that the government did this to them on purpose or, well, maybe not on purpose, but at least through, if, if nothing else, through ignorance, uh, the government did it to them. This is going to do more to create more libertarians and anarchists than anything that you know anybody else has ever done because they're going to realize that the government screwed everybody um you know through their actions and they had no justification to do it and they had no authority to do it and hopefully a lot of people are going to say we're never going to let this happen again well and and that's and that's another reason why that they're like you see the media narrative on this the and it's around again i feel like i'm i feel like i'm a crazy person all the time when the media is going to turn at some point well, we'll see. But yeah. as it stands right now, though, they are definitely defending the stay-at-home orders. Oh, hold on. There's one more protest because you don't want to. You, you want to make sure that we're on both sides. So there was an attorney that is protesting in the state of Florida at the beaches, dressed as the Grim Reaper. Oh yeah, that's because funny. he wants people to stay at home um, because he doesn't like that uh, 
that he Daniel Uefelder, uh, Felder. You know, I hate people that have like last names that are stupid like this guy. So U H L F E L D E R. Like that's just a stupid name. So you're a bad person anyway. But at any rate, so this guy dresses as the grim reaper and goes around to the beaches to let people know that they're going to die. Now, here's the funny thing though, is that if you look at the number of, again, who's anti-science, if you look at the number of cases that are contracted Almost none of them are in open areas where it's the sunlight, you know, and people are like if you, this the beach is a safe place to go to. Actually. Right. Right. And that's, like it's not even it's not even a deadly place. It's a safe place. So this anti-science Grim Reaper dressing okay. looking cosplayer asshole is is going out there. Hang on. You got it all wrong. What's you got it? it all wrong. This guy is just doing a publicity stunt to get his name recognition out there. That's all he's doing, dude. I mean, if he really thought. That people were going to get infected in the beach, would he go to the beach? That's a good point, by the way. You that know? is a good point. I mean, that, that that is a good point. Yeah, this is it's clearly a publicity stunt, and I think it's funny. Yeah, wow. and the fact that you just said his name three times on the air, it's effective. Yeah, well, hopefully it's a it, hopefully it's effective if people know not to do business with him. I, I actually uh, would uh, think it's funny because he's out there in heavy black robes. I hope the guy gets heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that that would be a little poetic justice, I think. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of crap. And again, I feel like I live in a crazy. I feel like I live in a crazy world because well, I mean, I do live in a crazy world. But I I feel like if they just there's no sense of proportion with these numbers. Like, sure, right. are there more people dying of this than the flu? Sure, but how do you maybe even maybe know? not? But we, how do you even know? The thing is, is the flu numbers have fallen through the floor. Like the flu, the, the number of people that they're counting right now as flu mortality has f- completely fallen through the floor. It's like the lowest point in decades. Yeah. So it's there's there's no way that that just happened to coincide with this. So it, chances are, if you if you really work the numbers, it's probably even with the flu. I mean. When people say it's just going to be a, a flu season, well, yeah, I mean, this is on top of the number of people dying. So instead of 20 or 30,000 people dying in a normal year from flu, um, we're going to have 60, 70, 80,000 people dying from COVID plus flu. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's it's going to be a really bad year for respiratory infection type deaths yeah but no it's doubt not enough it. to close the economy though it's not even remotely close and it's probably not going to be the worst you know outbreak year we've had in the past 10 or 20 yeah you know it's, it's going to be in that kind of same range so it, it, again it's just the the thing that gives me a little bit of hope this week and why i sound a little more upbeat than i have and not so dr doom and gloom is that people are really seem to be waking up i'll give you an example and without outing anyone um a a a family member will just say who has been like we're all gonna die we have to stay indoors we can't do anything um (laughs) this week uh this person started to say you know i i think this may not be bad as we think I, i think these numbers may be overblown i i i think you know this might be uh you know they they might be uh and now all of a sudden it's like you think <laughs> really wow but that's my point is the people who were 
afraid before and were like listening to everything the government was saying are now questioning that. And even people who would normally never question things like this are. Yeah. And that is what gives me a little bit of hope. I still think y'all are fucking idiots because you should have seen this on day one. But at least you're starting to come around now. So I got to give you a little bit of credit for that. Well, and another thing, this was an article that was on in, in Fast Company, actually. And um, so this was the corona, coronavirus has made living off the grid irresistible. Are these self-sustaining homes the future? So they're looking at the fact that, you know, these dense urban areas is where you had the uptick in, in number of deaths. And you had those are the places where the you know authoritarian psychopaths are at their full power, that this may be end up driving people away from cities and to actually start being more self-sufficient and to maybe even buy get, get earth ships and stuff like that. I don't know if you've ever heard seen the earth ships or whatever, but uh, no, you'll have to explain earth ships. Okay, so this what the earth ship is is that okay, so a bunch of basically hippies or whatever you want to call them have made these things called earth ships where they build the you, they make your house out of old tires and oh, oh, bottles okay. yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do it in a certain way, so the sun. Is yeah, we've talked about that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I forgot that they were called Earthships, which is just a stupid, stupid name for them. Well, because they're hippies, man. Yeah, but ships go places. Houses don't. <laughs> ships well, are on water. Houses are on land. It's like literally everything about a house is the antithesis of a ship. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I guess it made more sense when they were all high. Maybe, but I mean, it, people love them though. People love them to death though. Speaking I, of which, I really want to. I really want to go to a B and B and stay in one. Actually, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish the Earthship story, but I'm pissed off at you because for the third week in the row, you have not brought me weed. Uh yeah. We said we keep saying we're gonna uh, well, do th- next week. We'll do it next we week. Keep we'll saying it. we're gonna do the show high. And we're not doing it. Right. And of course, for any law enforcement listening, we are being hypothetical. This is a bit. <laughs> there you go. This is not real. It's just radio. Yeah. It's a show. So I think you're going to have... our listeners, not really. Uh, so are you... <laughs> so the the other thing, though, this week, though, I got... I did go in my own prepping things. Well, okay. So tell me about the airship. What, what, okay, what more so, about that? Well, no, no. So the, basically what it's, what you're looking at though, is people are going to start being off the grid more. Actually, the airship is not the main justification for the story. I wanted to talk about how people are actually more are, are moving. Cause there's articles also about more people are looking and doing like farming and like they see that the, the break in the food chains are coming. Right. So they're starting to prepare a lot more. There was a guy on Facebook actually that was making uh, uh, raised garden beds, raised beds, and they're, he's actually doing it at a good price. And actually, they're very well made. Actually, like the 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 woods a very good wood. It's really really well made. I went and picked up a bunch of them this week. Actually, I went up three of the uh, garden beds, raised beds. Yeah, why why would you? You got all that land. Well, yeah, but hold on, I don't want to. But I want to. I still want. I mean, just because I got the land doesn't mean you don't put them in there. Like you're still going to use those in order to do this. Why? Because well, you don't want to bend down as much, I guess. <laughs> okay, that's the first thing you've said that made sense. Okay, so <laughs> I don't want to bend well, and, down. and you know we got more chickens now, which I like is nice. counter level vegetables. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean they're the ones doing. It. I'm not even the ones doing it. So the girls are doing it. And Ethan's right. doing it and stuff. So it's you know they're the ones that are getting it done, but. It just seems like I think you're going to see more of that now that this might have freaked people out to, to the point where they're 
going to be like, well, we can't depend on the food chains and the food supply. Well, let, let's it. talk about that um, uh, specifically with the, the meat supply chain. Uh, yeah. Because that is going to be disrupted here very soon. In fact, it's already started. Yeah. Um, I went and, and filled my freezer um, a few days ago uh, to make sure that, you know, we had meat, enough meat for, you know, a month or two. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, what's what's happening now is because of the supply chain disruptions, because of some of the meat processing plants shutting down, um, you know, there's there's going to be disruptions in the meat supply chain for months to come. Um, it, it's not going to recover quickly. In fact, it, it could be for up to a year because what's happening is right now, because you have a whole bunch of farmers, um, and a lot of people don't understand how the supply chain, but you have farmers and ranchers, most of whom are um, have a certain capacity of animals that they can keep, mm -hmm. whether they're housing them in a barn or some type of facility or they're grazing them. Uh, they have X number of room for the animals. Normally, this time of year, they're taking animals uh, because the, the spring calves and the spring um, uh, piglets have been born, the, the sows have bred and everything. And so normally they're taking animals to the meat processing facilities, the slaughterhouses, but the slaughterhouses are closed. So they're not able to process this meat. Well, they got the next generation of livestock being born and being raised and coming along and they've got no room for them. And since they couldn't sell the last batch, they've got no money to feed them. So they're just having to kill them off and bury them. Yeah. You know? Well, it's going to take time for that next generation to be raised to the size where they can be slaughtered. Mm -hmm. Also, even if the, the slaughterhouse is open right now, there's a whole lot of animals that just aren't coming there. Yeah. So basically, we lost a huge chunk, uh, you know, uh, several links in the supply chain fell out, yeah. so to speak. And once that, you know, if you picture that chain keeps moving, once that gap hits the grocery stores, the, the store shelves are going to be empty. Yeah. Um, and it's affecting pork primarily. But what was interesting is when I went to the grocery store the other day, there was a ton of pork, very little beef. And I don't know why that is, because the, the, the beef isn't being affected nearly as much as the pork and chicken is right now. Yeah. But anyway, it should be across the board. So expect... Uh, you know, meat to be in short supply here for quite some time. Yeah. 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 You know? And uh, Trump issued an order to reopen, uh, you know, basically through the uh, Defense uh, Defense Production Act, mm -hmm. uh, basically the, the act that allows, uh, you know, the, the federal government uh, during times of war to go full on fascist mm -hmm. and take over plants and tell them what to build and shit like that. Um, well, the president used that unconstitutional authority uh, to tell the uh, meat packing plants, the uh, you know the slaughterhouses essentially, to reopen, even all their employees were sick with COVID or they closed because there was you know there was there was a problem and nobody wanted to come to work. So even though that they made the decision, the owners of the company, the employees, the executives, the shareholders made the decision to close these plants, the government is coming in and forcing them to open, <laughs> um, which is completely unconstitutional. And it's it, I find it interesting because. You have some people saying that um, it's unconstitutional for the government to tell people to stay home, mm -hmm. but it's fine. You have the conservatives saying that, and but it's fine for the government to tell people to force people to go to work. And when I say force people to go to work is once they invoke this act, if anyone openly defies it, like if someone says, you know what, that, that plan is full of COVID. I don't want to go there and get the disease, even though I would think that, well, you're probably overreacting. The point is that's still their decision and that's their life and they yeah. can do whatever they want. 
Under this act, if they were to do that, they can be fined $10,000 and spend up to one year in prison. Yeah. So tell me that's not slavery. Oh, yeah. I mean, how is that not slavery? By the same token, you have the, you know, the, the lefties saying, well, you can't force people to go to work if they're afraid they're going to get sick. But by the same token, they're saying you can force people to stay home. Yeah. You can force people to abandon their business, even though they want to go in and run it. Even if they want to go in and work and earn a paycheck, you can prevent them from doing that. You can't have it both ways, people. (laughs) They're both unconstitutional. Government can't force you to work and government can't force you not to work. Yeah. They don't have the authority to do either of those things. And yet they're doing both of those things. And they're doing both of those things. And neither side actually. Yeah. Neither side understands the. Like the hypocrisy of the other side. They don't. And it's amazing to me. It's like, how do you, how does your logic center of your brain not process that as the same thing? Yeah. You know, it just makes no it's, sense. Here's the thing. It's like the, it's like the baker baking the, it's like the not baking the gay cake. Right. It's like, and this is where I always find it to be funny that we, we are on the side of, we will support the baker if he doesn't want to bake the cake. We will support the protesters that want to protest that person saying not to bake the cake. Yes. And we will support Big Gay Al's cakes that gets made in order to make make cakes for gay people. Right. Like... But the only no thing po- we won't support is the government forcing anyone to do any of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if if you want to bake the cake, great. If you don't want to bake the cake, great. If you want to protest outside the guy's place who doesn't want to bake the cake, great. If you want to start a new business that only bakes gay cakes, great. That's all fine. That's all fucking America right there. Yeah. All, what's of, not all of it is. Yeah. What's not America is the government's telling you, forcing you to do any of that. Yeah. Because any, and, and this bears repeating. Any law that they make is punishable ultimately by death. Yes. Yeah. That if you can choose to not, if you choose even a, you know, you can take a, a, a whatever stupid law that doesn't hurt anybody that you want to take is that ultimately if you refuse to submit, then they can kill you. Yeah. Now, yeah. and, and I mean, think through the process, folks. If, if you don't believe that, think through the process. Yes. So, for example, let's start with a business owner. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, during quarantine. Mm-hmm. So the business owner says, I'm, I'm going to stay open. Mm-hmm. The police say, no, you're going to close. He s- says, no, I'm not. Then they say, we're going to arrest you. Say, no, you're not going to come in my store. Yeah. Uh, so you can't arrest me. Mm-hmm. We're coming in your store. Well, now they break down the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. The guy resists. Okay, he said, you're not going to arrest me. He fights back. He defends his own person and his own property, and he ends up dead. Yes. So if you actually do resist to the fullest extent you can resist, you will die. You can die. You can die. You will. You more than likely will. <laughs> you will. But here's the thing: if they if they get you if they get you in handcuffs and they can you know if they can subdue if you if they happen to be able to subdue you, yes, you yeah. might not die, but you you're definitely die. going in a cage. Oh yeah, but you're definitely going yeah. in a cage though. And and that's the thing: like whatever law you're making, understand that the penalty is death. Yeah. And I think it, it or at least the the possibility of death. Yeah. yeah. The possibility of death. I wish people would think about that more often when they want when they try to make the government when they try to get the government to do something when i they say go it all the time to their representatives to do to, to, to do something i say it all the time if anarchy saves just one life isn't it worth it <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> it's it's just so so scary so scary stuff but 
And now here's the thing. Normally, this piece of news would have been the first thing that we talked about. Speaking of scary. But well, I don't know if it's scary or not, but well, maybe it's scary. But considering what's going on on the planet right now, it ended up waiting a long time in the show before we actually brought this up. But historic UFO videos released by the Pentagon include an object that outran an F-18 fire jet. So the so the Pentagon officially released three videos of UFOs. Now these these videos have been out there before. What the what the Pentagon is doing is actually confirming that these videos are authentic and they exist. Well, actually, this happened before. This is actually the second round of them. Yeah. Um, so the Pentagon has been, it's funny, the Pentagon has been trickling out a lot of information about UFOs and also uh, claiming that these are definitely UFOs. We do not know what they are. Um, and they did things that there's no there's no plane or aircraft that we know of that could do what these what these what these did. I actually I would disagree with that. Um, some of the footage I saw uh, could have been consistent with a missile. Um, but the, the actually the first batch of footage that I saw was much more uh, convincing, honestly. Okay. But but still, it's it's clearly it's it's something out of the ordinary. One of the footage could have been. I didn't see what the the speed it was traveling, but just eyeballing it uh, from the FLIR, it looked like it could have been a missile. But having said that, yeah, there definitely some very strange stuff. But it, it does make you wonder why all of a sudden, after having you know half a century or more, you know, probably eighty years worth of. Uh, footage of stuff like this, why they're starting to release it now. Because, I mean, UFO sightings have been around since for as long as we've had a aviation. You know, there, there's World War II footage of quote-unquote Foo Fighters, you know, is what they used to call the UFOs back yeah. in the day, you know, during World War II. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting why they're choosing now. I guess this is just a, you know, there's a couple of different camps. Maybe you know, nobody really knows what's going on or maybe they, you know, the, the Pentagon does know exactly what it is and they're slowly, you know, um, heating up the pot for us frogs and, and just conditioning us to, um, you know, there's extraterrestrial life. But I think at this point in time, I think the, the people of the world are so conditioned to it that if, if governments just came out tomorrow and said, yeah, you know what, there is extraterrestrial life. They've been visiting us for years. People would go, yeah, good. You know? Yeah, part of me thinks that they did it right now in order to like it's why you put out press releases on Friday so nobody will pay attention to it. Why would you put it out though? There's no reason for them to yeah, put it out. That's the other part. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I it, this seems weird and I don't you're right. We haven't gotten to the bottom of it. Well, we don't know what the other hands doing. There's another strong possibility and that is that this is 100% US military technology and they're putting it out as UFOs for a couple of different reasons. One of the reasons might be to intimidate China and Russia. I mean, here's the thing. There could, we don't know what the truth is. We don't know for sure. I, I think actually that, you know, uh, well, my theory is pretty far out there on what these things are. But well, hold on. What's your theory? Well, I, I've talked about it before on the air. Well, um, say it again. I actually think that these are uh, future branches of the human species tree that have figured out uh, time travel. These are future humans. These are, are humans that have developed on, you know, other planets and have evolved into something that is 
uh, it, it's kind of like if we were able to figure out time travel and uh, went back and uh, studied Homo erectus or Gigantopithecus. Yeah. You know, it would be that sort of thing. Um, so I think these are humans from thousands or per- perhaps tens or hundreds of thousands of years in our future that are coming back to study us. You know? Wow. But they're not they're not humans anymore. They've evolved because of, of, you know, evolving on different planets and in different environments. They've actually evolved. They might even be cybernetic to some degree. You know, who knows? Um, but, uh, you know, they that's what I think these are. These are branches. Cause Sounds it's, like your next book. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about that. But anyway, the point is, is that maybe that's not it at all. And maybe all this stuff is just advanced U.S. military technology. And now with the, the Chinese getting all froggy in the Chow, South China Sea and Russia acting like, you know, uh, they want to uh, push their boundaries a little bit more. Maybe the U.S. is just putting this out to say, hey. We got this shit that uh, you know we got. You don't know much about it, but here's a little taste of what we can do. Here's a little. Here's a little flavor yeah. for you. You 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 know your intelligence knows we're working on something. Here's a little little taste of what we can do. Here's what we. Here's what. Here's how we're going to bring it. Yeah, and that's a possibility as well. I I I don't know. I don't know. You you don't have no idea. I have no idea. It's just fun to speculate on. Well, yeah, and I don't. Yeah. I, I like my future humans theory. I think that's <laughs> that's more that's far more fun at least. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah, it definitely was one of those weeks where you had a lot more um, a lot more protesting going on. People have been fed up. So it's kind of nice to see that. Part. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I've, I feel better now than I have since the lockdown began. And I, the reason I feel better is because people are starting to come around and resist. Yeah. You know. Oh, you are the resistance. Oh, I remember when we had that. In I love that. I that was an that. awesome one. I miss that. Screw Alex Jones for freaking stealing that from us. I know he he did steal that from he us. Absolutely did. Yeah, freaking asshole. Fucking. Dick. Um. So, the other thing I did want to bring up though, I mean, we didn't even talk about this at all, and I guess it's kind of funny that we didn't though. But so, have you been paying attention at all to Biden at all, and the woman that's claiming that she was sexually oh, yeah. harassed? Yeah, by yeah, him? yeah. A little bit. I I have. I don't know all the details, but I've. It's been in my periphery. So this woman was a she was a staffer back in like the 90s. Right. And she is claiming that Biden basically got her in a hallway, put his hand up her skirt or yeah, put his hand down her pants and, and upper upper blouse and basically just assaulted her, basically, in, in, including like putting his fingers in her. Yeah. And this happened in like the 90s. And she talked about it then that she was harassed and sexually harassed by Biden, but, and now it's coming to light, but there's proof in the past that, that this actually happened. Right. And so I find it to be funny though, that it's not really getting as much attention. Like it's starting to get more attention now, but it wasn't in the beginning getting attention that they were just dismissing this and not saying anything about it. And to show like the double standard of like like the the lack of honest journalism when it comes to these things is just funny that you know this woman's not going to be believed automatically but all the other women should be believed you know see and that's the thing i don't see that like you see it and i mean? think that's still your republican bias what do you mean i mean it's obvious that they don't I mean, no it's not because i heard about it and i barely pay any attention to the news so just that fact is that this is no different than 
you know, uh, the, no. the Clinton. No, it's, a, no, it's not. No, that's what I'm telling you. Totally. You're wrong. I, you are you are looking through it through your inherent bias. No. I'm telling no. you. Yes. No, no. They are. cover these things differently. They absolutely cover these things differently. They absolutely do. You know what it is? They uh, For a guy like Biden, they give him all the benefits of the doubt for like, look, compare it to Kavanaugh. When they do it to Kavanaugh, they give him no benefit of the doubt at all. And there was no evidence for Kavanaugh. Like very, very little, if anything, that was even closely corroborating anything. The, you know, and I, for Clinton, are you kidding me? What they did to the women for the Clinton thing, the way the media excoriated those women. Come on. You knew about it, though. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Knowing about it, and then th- and I and the media ma- and the media editor editorializing it is when okay. There may be a bias when it comes to it, but I, I don't think you can really say it's night and day by any means. Oh, I, I, I mean, yeah. It just I think so. It, it seems like you hear about it about the same amount. No, no, I don't think you hear about the same amount. Okay, I definitely don't think. What you hear are you about looking at as a news story right now? Well, no, no, this is from the New York Post, and and okay, it's it was on. So Drudge. is it's New, on Drudge? Is the New York Post not a major national publication? No, it is a major national publication. Okay, it, it, it absolutely is. I, I why why don't you? What's the woman's name? Uh, I don't know actually. Okay, why don't you find out? Then uh, let's just do a let's just do a quick. We'll do something on the air. Huh? Let's do something on the air. I want you to find the woman's name. All right, okay. On hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then I want you to do a Google ner- news search and tell me how much news is out there about all it. All right, all right, hold on, here we go. Um, and we'll see if they're actually you know covering it up or not. Oh shit, Tara Reed, that's her name. Tara okay. Reed. Now now Google so search. We're gonna do a Google news search for do, Tara. Do Reed. a Google news search for Tara Reed. Isn't, wait a second, isn't she an actress? No, no, no. Different Tara Reid. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, 12 million results. Okay. All right. News. What are the sources of the first several? 4,740 results at CNN. CNN. Okay. Uh, what we know about Tara Reid's allegation against Joe Biden. Okay. Um, real clear politics. Uh, Trump campaign ad hits Biden. That's about the thing. Uh, Joe Biden, Tara Reid, and the truth. Um, Who's that? That's from the New York Times. Okay. Um Search for Tara Reid complaint threatens to backfire on Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are the facts regarding Tara Reid's allegation as NBC News. Okay. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's starting to hit it now because he had to do an interview about it. But they, they, hold on. This thing's like a month and a half or two months old, and they're just now doing it. Okay. Right. And they're, giving, they're still giving him the benefit of the doubt here. Like they're still giving him the benefit of the doubt. They're still saying that they're alleged allegations and that, you know, she does, you know, there's no, and they're, they're, you know, they're barely, they're barely questioning Biden at all. And he still can't answer the questions. So what was the outcome of the Stormy Daniels thing? Mm, I mean, nothing lost his lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Nothing, nothing. That's my point. It's, it's the same. It's just well, hold on. You, the Stormy Daniels thing's way different, by the way. Why? The fact, because he didn't. He did, she wanted it. Well, okay, that's true. But my my point is, it like was consent. Is a consent's a feature. Uh, it, it is. It is. Yeah. And the the last time I think we had rape allegations was well, did, didn't Bush uh, Junior have some rape allegation or something? Really? Yeah. I didn't know I, that one. I don't know. I thought there. I thought there was, uh, but it kind of went away. I don't know? remember that one at all. Well, I don't remember that at all. So if that's the case, um, yeah, I, I, it, it might have just been completely unfounded. It might have been, you know, someone taking a wild stab in the dark that just was completely baseless. Yeah. But uh, 
anyway, the, the point is, is I don't think there's a huge difference. Again, <laughs> Democrats may get a little kinder treatment, but it's, it's, oh, not, they absolutely it's not night no, and day. It's, it's not do. night and day. Okay, hold on. The other thing is from the New York Post. Actress Tara Reid wants everyone to stop confusing her with Tara Reid, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet she does. Like That's funny as <laughs> shit, by the way. Here's the other thing, by the way. Have you watched any videos of Joe Biden? Oh, yeah. How yeah. is this dude running for president, man? Oh, he's like, a perv. There's no doubt about it. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. No, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean he is. A perv. Oh, we were talking about that. So I thought but, you were talking about no, no, Scanzi right. videos. No, I'm talking about videos. No, I'm talking about his age right now. Like he looks like a dead person. Oh, yeah. Like, how is this guy going to be the, like he's not? Well, here's the thing. I think you're going to have whoever whoever he picks for the vice president. Michelle, it, it may be. But whoever he picks for vice president, this is going to be an election about like Trump is not going to run <laughs> against Biden. Right. Trump is going to run against the VP nominee because he's going to say that, well, Biden's going to be dead soon anyway. Right. So like he's going to run against whoever the VP pick is. Right. Which I think is going to be very funny to like this. This will be probably one of the funnier elections that you've ever had before. Right. Like this may be the funniest election. Well, I wonder what the Libertarian Party is going to do to get in this mix. And we'll talk about that more in the second hour. Yes, we will talk about that more in the second and hour. And if you'd so. like to hear the second hour, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up for any level right now, any level right now. And not only do you get an extra hour every week of content, hour number two of the unattended baggage shows, you also get a shitload of swag, including... Are this is not a bomb duffel bag, including the what are you pointing at? Well, if you were looking at me to play the music right now, that yeah, I can't. Oh, because I have to push a button. Yes. So you have to push the button. And you were on a good rant though. Button so. button push. Button pushed. Button okay. push. So go keep keep going. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. So Just give us some you fucking the, money. On. You get people, the swag. Get, everybody gets the right the the, the, the everybody gets wait a all second. the swag. What the hell am I talking about? I told you people I forbid you. <laughs> forbid you from signing up on patreon.com so do not go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage and do not give us any money completely forbid it we'll see you in the second hour